I think you have allowed the concept of the titties multi-use, you know, yeah, to take from your enjoyment. Because I got to tell you, I know what titties are used for. Yeah. Um, They're used for getting jobs. And I still really... <laughs> <laughs> This is Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Be advised that the Literate Apecast is recorded for adults with adult themes and language. If you are easily offended, best to cover your ears. But then why listen to a podcast, dumbass? So have we talked about uh, the issue that I have with um, my wife and driving stick shift? Have we ever talked about this? We have not talked about this. All right, so I drive a stick shift car. Okay. I love stick shift. I feel like it's it's more fun. I feel like it gives me more control. It's just something to do. Uh, And it ultimately becomes a second nature thing. Like, even when in traffic, like, I don't think about it. I'm just there. I'm clutching, and I'm shifting, and okay. If I rent a car, I now get our, our new car, our Mazda, which is an automatic. Um, I, I might think once, maybe, like, the, the thought will float past my mind. It's like, huh, I'm just kind of hanging out, not having to yeah. do anything else. But that's it. Like, I, I like having a stick shift. So when Katie and I were thinking about selling her car, and we could just use mine and not buy another one, she's yeah. like, well, I, I, don't, I can't drive stick. Yeah, well, learn, drive stick. It's learn to drive hard. stick. It's not that hard. No, it's not that hard. And her big concern was, what do I do if I can't stop? And I run up on a sidewalk and I hit people. And my response to that is pretty obvious. Why the fuck would you be running up on a sidewalk hitting people if you can't stop? Like, in a st- if you don't know how to drive a stick shift, the, thing the is, easiest thing to do is, is stop. stop. Yeah, I was going to say, there, 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 that's that's, it. that is the least problem we <laughs> right. have. It's moving forward that's going to be right. a problem. All right, yeah. I'm gonna, here's the thing. You know how I you know how I learned how to drive stick shift? Stalling a shit ton of times? Actually, no. Um, I learned because I bought a stick shift car. When I was in high school, I go. had I had a, a 1951 Chevy Deluxe, which was automatic transmission. Mm-hmm. Um, early automatic transmission. That's what, what, what it was. But the first car that I bought that was a modern car was stick shift. And I didn't know how to drive stick shift. I hadn't asked any, I had no idea. In fact, the only thing I knew that had a stick. Was it on the floor or was it three in the tree? Um, This was five. Okay. Yeah, this is five. Yeah. And and the only thing I'd ever driven that had that kind of transmission was a motorcycle. Uh So I get the car and I buy the car and I'm driving it off the fucking lot. (laughs) And I have no (laughs) clue how to do it other than what I know from using a transmission on a motorcycle. Uh Uh-huh. And I learned to drive it by driving it off into traffic. Yeah. And I figured it out. And it was, you know, it was a little slow go. I never stalled out. Okay. It was a little slow go, but once I got the hang of it, and I drove that car for years. See, I learned my dad had a... Still she has, can learn how to drive it. Right. My dad has a Fiat, a 1981 Spider Fiat. Um, that stick shifts. So I learned on that. And Your dad has a night. Does he still have it? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's a cool car. Yeah. That's kind of cool. It's before Fiat was like the... Exactly. The yeah, yeah, little, yeah, yeah. No, it was a, that was a Fiat. Yeah. An 81 Fiat? That's yeah. not bad. That's not um, bad. We used to, when we were kids, we would 
like around spring, it was um, we'd start asking like, "What's the weather like out there?" To our parents, and their answer would be, "If it was warm enough, they would say it's fiat weather." Okay. Because fiat weather was warm. Was nice. Because it's a convertible. Yeah. And we dad never drove that thing with the top up unless he got caught in the rain. Okay, yeah, which is fair. Because it's not a good car. Was it a ragtop or a... yeah, ragtop? Okay. Yeah. All right. Not a good car for the winter. It's low to the ground. No, yeah, it's and light. ragtop. It does of course, not... it's terrible. That's and there's no power it. steering on yeah, it, yeah, so yeah. it's not... so he would store it in the winter. That makes sense. And then the Fiat would come out in the summer, you know, for Fiat there weather. There you go. Um, and it's so fucked up because I've driven it, you know, a thousand times since. And I've been caught in the rain with it, and I cannot put the rag top. Well, it's because up by it's myself. not been used. Because it's not, so it's not yeah, stretched out. Yeah, yeah, it's a motherfucker. Oh, that's but, so funny. So I learned that I had a girl, a girlfriend. So she was kind of a girlfriend who had a stick shift who taught me in her Honda Civic. I had another buddy who taught me in like his SHO, which sure. is Ford Show, is one mm-hmm. of those things. And then I had a buddy my freshman year in college because I didn't have a car. He let me borrow his truck. He had a pickup truck that was yeah. stick shift, and I would take it around. And I stalled once. On train tracks. Oh shit! And the train wasn't coming. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Fine. okay. It was right, like, yeah. oh fuck! And you just that, but that's how you learn. You learn yeah. in the fear, and you just, and it's not that hard. And I'm a really good. I've taught several people how to drive stick. Yeah, I'm a good teacher with it. But Katie, Katie can learn. learn. Uh, so, but you know what? Katie's gonna have to get over it because you can't sell your car because then you lose your freedom. That's my point. Car equals freedom, man. Car equals freedom. The car is. If I gave up my office, yeah, 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 you can't give up your car. This is now my fight for thing, it. right? Do not allow her to take your car. I mean, the thing about it is, this is the thing: is when I had my car hit and I thought they were going to take my car away, the fucking idea. Because I was twelve years without a car. Yeah. And man, the day I got the new car, I was like, oh my god, I have freedom. Yeah. It mean it means. I mean, and not everybody can have this, but what it means is, it means that right now. I could fucking put stop on this recording. I could put some actual clothes on, and I could fucking drive to Wisconsin right now. I go you can anywhere I want. Go I can go to through. Florida. Yep. I can go to Canada. I can go to Mexico. I can go anywhere I want. That is what freedom equals. Yes. And uh, and 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 you don't get it any of fuck you Greyhound. Right. Fuck you Metro. Fuck you, a car. Oh my God. Yeah. I and and I get it. Yeah, there's a you know there's a, a carbon footprint you have. That's uh, why I have a hybrid. I have a hybrid. But yeah, I still, if I see somebody driving like a 1968 Mustang, mm-hmm. I kind of get a soft wood. I mean, oh, I love yeah. that shit. I mean, that's like the sound of it. That's, I get it. I get it. Totally. I like my Prius just fine, mostly because it gets me where I'm going. Yeah. But man, but the freedom is the big thing. It's freedom. Now, Katie hasn't asked me to sell the car. She's never said, get rid of it. Well, then don't. Don't mention it. So we've, it. we've got two cars. That we've got she the Mazda. She to this. And we've got my, we've got my, my, my GTI. And whenever we go anywhere as a family, we take the Mazda because yeah. it's easier to get the kid in and out. Because we've got both cars. We've got two car seats. One is in mine. We've, I've used once because I'm like, I have not used this fucking car seat yet. Yeah. We're taking my car. Sure. But the one in the Mazda's got the release, so we can put the carriers, this whole thing. So it's just easier to take the Mazda there, wherever we're going with the kid. Um, so my car mostly just sits on the street, and I don't drive much yeah. in the city. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, you know, and my, my, my payments a month, are, I pay 300 bucks a month for it, which isn't a lot. Mm. Um, my insurance isn't high. It, yeah. Like, it's not an expensive thing. But you have two cars. What you're we have two cars. So you can sell one. Yeah. Then so one. we would still be without a car. 
Or we would, we would still have a car. Yeah, well, well then, then, then your freedom is not that impugned. Except. Rich boy. Except. Well, <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is that like yeah. the 300 bucks is starting to hurt a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Get it's rid of that one. It's starting to hurt a little get bit. Get rid of that one. Just says the other car paid for it. No, I mean we've got payments on it. Get rid of the get rid of the one you don't use. Get rid of the one you don't use because now, ah, just and do we, it. we've talked, we've 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 tr- we've thought about it, we've talked oh, yeah. about it. Like, all right, well, what happens in the case that we, she needs, like, I need to be out of town, on a car trip, and yep. she needs the car. Like that happens. Well, yeah. look, I can always call my dad. He's got a car I can borrow. You call my, me. You know, I yeah, I mean, like, I can get a yeah. car. Like it's yeah. not the end of the world. I have to make a few phone calls. I have to, you know, yeah, you know, give a few favors here and there, but. I'll be okay. Yeah. The thing is, is that I won't have my car. I won't have my stick shift well, GTI. Keep, this, keep the stick shift. Get rid, get, of, the get rid of the Mazda? Fucking A, yeah. But that puts us back to the issue of... She needs to learn. Grow up. It's not going to happen. Grow up! Six years I've been having this debate with her. You know what? If she has no option... This is the thing. If she has no option, she will have to learn. So <laughs> she will walk! So the next day she goes into the office, should I just take the Mazda back to the dealership? That's like, what I'm saying. What are you me for it? Yeah, yeah. And she's like, where's our car? Like, oh, it's the GTI. Yeah, we, we couldn't afford We couldn't afford the Mazda. Mine's and, cheaper. And mine's cheap. There you go. I'm being frugal, and I'm t- <laughs> and, and then and then, and then fucking learn. <laughs> Fuck that. Learn. And then it'd be nice. Grow we up! Can, learn. We we could take, drive the skip stick shift. Jesus we could take, Christ. We could take the car ah. together. We could drive the stick shift to the courthouse to solidify the divorce. It's she's not gonna divorce you <laughs> over a stick shift. I just I, it's like ah and I walk I took Harry out on a walk today and I walked past the car to make sure that there weren't any, you know, street cleaning or anything and I had to move it or anything like that. Ah get rid of the Mazda. I kinda want to. Do I mean I like that car. It's bigger, you know, it's necessary. How often does CX-5. she drive? Versus how often you drive, what's the ratio? Uh, it's, I I drive I drive more, like a lot more, more, like sixty percent more. Mm, yeah. Okay. But, then, it's, but this sixty, this hundred percent we're starting with is pretty small. Of, yeah. Oh yeah, well like, it's a small thing, but you yeah. drive more, so I'm just saying. I am just saying. I, yeah, I don't disagree with you. Get rid of the Mazda. It's, that's going to open up a fucking can of worms and then, then have her come call me, and I will I will explain. Mm. I will explain the deal. That might help because. Katie always does really well with fifty-year-old men explaining things to her. Fifty-year-old white men, especially that. Well, that you know, her father's really a fifty-year-old well or like a forty-nine-year-old. He's, 40, he's almost fifty. He'll be fifty he's in almost October second. So yeah. you know, I got, I got, yeah. I got patriarchy and paternalism. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And paternalism, I win the game. Yeah. When Dana met me, she came into my apartment. I decorate. Like a fucking Bennigan's or a TJF Fridays. There's shit everywhere. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. There's a gigantic sh- penis, penis shooting poster. semen. Yeah, I yes. think maybe on, on maybe the, a thick pee. I don't know. A, yeah, that's semen. yeah, that's semen with a with a uh, like a tuxedo around its neck. Yeah, yeah. it's a well dressed penis. This thing is, I've got a Ghostbusters poster and a Star Wars poster, and I've got, uh, got the Hulk tins and the Outlaw Josie yeah. Wales. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is the thing. I've got my dudes with uh, George Carlin and King Kong and Henry Rollins. You know, I got all that. This thing, I decorate like a fucking Bennigan's. Yeah. My way. Dana, when we moved into this apartment four years ago, and she didn't insist. That's the thing. She didn't insist, but she strongly suggested mm-hmm. that I allow her to sort of curate the artwork on the walls. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't like that much stimulation. Sure. That overwhelms her. Yeah. So I get my one fucking corner. I get this room. And I get my one fucking corner, and if you notice where my yep. my wall desk is, there's just shit everywhere. It's yeah. stuck on the walls, and an F-bomb, and all yep. kinds of yep. shit. 
this is how I like. I let her have the rest of the house. It is a concession that I make. Mm-hmm. I love my wife. Yep. She is. She has far better taste than I do. Our apartment does not look like a fucking TGI Fridays, which nope. is fine. Yeah. But it is a concession that I, as a male of poor taste, have made. <laughs> and what I'm saying is, this isn't about you being the man of the house. This is, do I have to give up everything? Now, we could make the and argument. you don't have to give up everything. There are some things you could say, I'm keeping my wagon wheel coffee table. Leave me alone. Let me have this one fucking thing. Jesus Christ. Is that a When Harry Met Sally reference? Yes, it is. Fuck, man. Right on. Yeah. That was, yeah. Yeah. That was a deep cut. <laughs> that, was, that was hilarious that you brought it up and that I knew instantly, instantly what it was. That's what, yeah. yes. God, I love rom-coms. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> when we die, yes. in an accident, because we're playing chicken with your car with and my car, car, yes. I want them to play this segment. This segment. Talking about it when Harry met but, Sally. Yes. Like, this is Don and David. This this, is, they're in heaven watching. Watching with their watching pop Harry culture. With their pop culture. <laughs> we don't, our brains are not filled with great thoughts. Our brains are filled with the pop culture of our of our growing up. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh yeah. God, the wagon wheel. <laughs> but yes, I mean, and Katie and I have had this discussion too. I, I'm very lucky that we have very similar tastes for decorating the apartment. Or decorating a home, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, we kind of got into it a couple weeks ago. She had taken a day to herself because she's like all stressed. And I'm like, just go. Like, yeah, you can go leave take a day to it's yourself. Fine. It's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Leave bottles for the kid. You're fine. Go. Get it we cooler. Put some holes in it. The right. child will breathe. Yeah. I'll borrow Don's cooler. Yeah. I've got a cooler. Right. I will poke holes in it yeah. and you can put the child I in it. I thought you already poked holes in that. Not yet. Oh, okay. I mean, I will. Yeah. If we're going to use it, I'm not going to poke holes in it if it's not going to be utilized because then I just feel stupid. I feel like you do it quickly. Yeah. Like if there's an emergency, I'm like, I I need you to handle the kid. I have a drill. Okay. All right. Yeah. Done. Fine. Fine. So she went to um, IKEA, the worst place on earth, and she came back with a bunch of shit. Unless you're going to eat the the horse meat and sleep on the couches. Yeah, sleep on the couches, eat the um, the cinnamon rolls, yeah. and their their meatballs. I haven't been there for a long time, so and drop it all on the and spill it on the couch and all. Although that shit. I did accidentally break our bed from IKEA the other night. How? But see, I would love to. Please tell me you were fucking. See, this, this is the. I would love to say it was because yeah. we were fucking. It was not because we were fucking. Did you just fart too hard? No, <laughs> I was getting. The thing about it is, is uh, you know, now that I'm, I'm not at the park, I'm not at Millennium Park. I'm. I've got way more energy. I'm not exhausted. <laughs> I'm not fucking like beat to shit every yeah. day from walking 15 miles of the park dealing with thousands of people. Yeah. 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 So. Um, I go to bed at a reasonable hour, and this is one of those. This is I, I love our bed, but it's got those 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 wooden pegs oh, yep, yep. that were on you know that basically hold it up, mm-hmm. right? And they take the the box spring and hold it off the floor. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we've had it for four years, so yeah. it's not like it's a brand new bed. And we fucked a lot on it, and it moves around <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but I literally was like, I couldn't sleep. I'm laying there in the bed. Trying to get to sleep and my brain won't shut off. I have too much fucking energy, uh-huh. so I decide I'm going to get up and I'm going to go into the other room and I'm going to plug in my iPad and I'm going to watch a movie mm-hmm. just to calm my fucking self down, sure. get some sleep. Yeah. And as I'm getting out of the bed, chunk, the fucking bed goes down. Oh Jesus! And it just broke the wood. Just you know, the press board just kind of popped. Yeah. 
And so Dana immediately went, oh, what the fuck? You broke the fucking bed. Was she in the bed when it happened? She was yeah. in the bed. It's like, the fuck? So then it's like, all right, let's pull the bed. I'm going to pull all the legs off uh-huh. so that we can just put it flush so yeah. we're not laying up. And actually, I like it better now sure. than I did with the legs, yeah. but that's beside the point. Right. Um, and that's an Ikea bed. Yeah. So I'm just saying. So she comes home and, and she had all these ideas for what she was going to do with, with the room and like moving things up on the shelves because it's yeah. part, you know, childproofing. And, and I was pushing back on her. She's like, explain why you want to do this. And she got really upset. She's like, why can't I just decorate the way I want? Don't you trust me? And I'm like, look, I live here too. I want to have a say in this. And it became this thing. And then I, I let it go. And I was like, and it's like, you know, you're, David, just do what you want. Because what she's going to do, I'm going to love. I mean, I also want to get like, I'd love to have like a, a, I was going to say muscle car, but that makes me sound like an asshole. No, it didn't make you sound like an but asshole. like something with some fucking, you know, like an older, like a 65 something. I don't know what. That does kind of, that guy. actually does kind of make you sound like an asshole because we we do, we are living in a world where hurricanes are, are more intense than ever. And yeah. a muscle car is just a waster of gas. What I want then is my own version of, of dad's Fiat, where it only comes out in Fiat weather, you know, where it's like, it's the summer fun car. Like we just, we, I take it out in the morning and I put the top down Dude, and I you with your stick shift and I boats and your fiats. I want to be a rich white guy. Yeah, you really do want to be a rich white guy. All I want is to be a rich you, white guy. You are a rich white guy. Let me say this about the boat real quick yeah. and how much I love my wife. So I mean, you you, you personally are not a rich white baby. You no, come, no, you come from, you come from affluence. Well, and, and, and not, that's okay. That's not no, anything yeah, to apologize but, and, for. And it's not it's an not extreme. Like like, it's dick. not an extreme effluence. Like mm-hmm. I'm not the fucking Kennedys. I'm not a Rockefeller. Like, but even when Dad was out of work for a year because he was suspended, this whole thing you can look it up. I, um, we I never felt that I wanted for anything. Yeah. And to my parents' credit, you know. Um, so, but here, here, okay. So here's the thing about the boat. So we bought the sailboat last October, like yeah. almost a year ago now, and. This season, you know, I've gone sailing a lot. You like it? Why not? I love it. It's it's my therapy. It's my happy place. I fucking love it. Yeah. Katie hasn't come out on the boat yet. Oh wow! On the sailboat, she's been out on the on Dad's powerboat. Yeah. She hasn't been on 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 our sailboat. Um, because it's you know, sailboat's smaller. It's a working boat. Like it's hard to. We've got the newborn. You know, it was there's a lot of shit. And Katie gets motion sickness. Oh well, she gets seasick. So she's a little you know, cautious to step foot on, mm-hmm. you know, to step aboard. So finally, um, I got her out last weekend. Oh, wow. And the whole time, I'm just this, I, I'm this giddy fucking yeah. boy, and I'm, yeah. like, smiling, and I'm just so excited, and she's laughing at me. She, I was like, what are you laughing at? She's like, you're just, you're like a little kid. I'm like, this is my dream. It's your thing you love the most. To have a beautiful woman, who happens to be my wife, that's yeah. a fucking extra bonus. Yeah, that's bonus, a bonus. Sailing with me. And she was great. Like she didn't. She got a little nauseous on the way in because it was a little. It got a little yeah, rocky toward yeah. the end. But oh my god, it was the best you had fucking a day. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. it was like seriously dreams mm-hmm. realized. I mean, oh, I just I, I I could not have been happier. So I'm just happy that my wife lets me touch her titty. Yeah. That I mean that that giddy boyish thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when it's like, hey, I get to touch a titty, dude. I'll tell you this about titties. Uh, when you have a kid, <laughs> like I, I miss the days when I was, 
when I was I like, just a, that needs to be a T-shirt with a quote. I'm going to tell you something about titties. <laughs> I miss being 12, 13, 14, when like just seeing a titty or seeing a girl in a bathing suit, yeah. you know, flipping through Playboy and like boobs, and you're like, oh yeah, and you get it. You don't do that now? I still do that. Not as much because the titties, I see them all the time. And my wife has beautiful titties. Okay. She had beautiful titties before the kid. I, I really don't need and to her, know that. But okay. uh, yeah, everybody right. needs to know this. That your wife has beautiful titties? And okay. even after the kid, her titties are still pretty beautiful. Okay. And kids can do a fucking number on titties. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. They can fuck some titties up. It's like, it's like they're balding the tires. So in a yeah, way, yeah. I have to applaud my son for not beating the shit. Out of his mom's titties. Okay. For his dad's. Well, benefit. then he's not doing it right. Maybe that's it. ah fuck it. I don't. He's. I'm not gonna. Whatever. Mess You're with not that. gonna get into that. Yeah, yeah. Don't get into that. But you, see, these titties are out all the time. They're just titties walking around the house. And I mean, she comes home and she rips her shirt off, pulls her bra up, and the kid feeds. And then she's walking around. She just doesn't. I'm put married shirt back to on. a figure model who hates to wear clothes. Trust me, I know about a naked woman walking around the house. You don't think that that takes away some of the no. Really? Oh, dude. Maybe it's just because my kids feet, but I'm like, ah, titties. It changes you, when we I start you, screwing. It's think, like, oh, right, these I things think, are fun I bags. Think okay. you have, I think you have allowed the concept of the titties multi-use, you know, yeah, to take from your enjoyment. Because I got to tell you, I know what titties are used for. Yeah. Um... They're used for getting jobs. And I still really... <laughs> 20-year-old activist. There's a female vigilante roaming the train carriages of Russia's metro system, pouring bleach on men's dicks. Why? It says in the article... To stop them from manspreading mainly, because as she says, men demonstrating their alpha manhood in the subway with women and children around deserved contempt, and because she's had a gut full of Russian alpha males and their unchecked, quote, gender aggression. 20-year-old Anna, I can't pronounce her last name, is bleaching men's balls, quote, on behalf of everyone who has to endure the manifestations of men declaring their macho qualities on public transportation. The self-proclaimed social activist believes there isn't enough being done to crack down on those who regularly ballroom on buses. <laughs> ballroom. That's what it says. Yeah. Regularly ballroom on buses and trains. She's taking matters into her own hands. And I want to point out, this isn't regular, just like store-bought bleach. Yeah. This is 20 times the strength of regular bleach. Oh, God. Where and did you get just, that? I don't fucking know. I'm just saying what the article said. How do you bleach bleach? She is, it's like super strength bleach. I mean, anything else, is, it's, it's something you put in your home, so they water it down. Yeah. So it's not high-grade, I guess. But she's like pouring high-grade bleach on men sitting on a train. I love this. I am all on her side about this. Mm. Uh-uh. The issue I have with the way the story was written is that it sounds like there's just guys with their balls hanging out, and she's bleaching the actual balls. What she's doing is she's taking a, a water bottle full of this super bleach, and like splashing it on their lap, right? So okay, that, like, all right, all right. So, that's, so it's not like these guys different. are sitting out with their nuts on the fucking train seat. Well, I mean, even if, I mean, if you're just sitting there, somebody sprays shit on oh, you? Oh, shit, no, totally. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The fuck is that? I'm also excited because it's nice to know that this is not just a Chicago thing. This is, <laughs> and it's not just an American thing. This is a Russian thing, too. 
you know, well, I a, love this, this, is, this, this is an international This problem. is a men versus women thing. I don't think it is. I think, well, I mean, this is, right? Yeah. She's going after the men. And there is a problem with the man spreading. But there's also a problem with bag spreading and just people spreading on a fucking train or a bus, right? We see this a lot in Chicago. So I have an and issue that man that spreading shit. is a problem. I have an issue. I think that's horseshit. Let's, cha- let's change the phrase then. It's I think spreading. It's let's just call it spreading. Well, if that's you're taking up is, too much space. Well, no, but that, but that, see, that's the thing is, taking up too much space is one thing. Man spreading is a very specific thing that is being addressed on a regular basis as if it's a big fucking deal. See, I don't think that the man spreading is the issue. I think the the, the issue is the spreading. Whether no, it's, no, she says. I know, I know, I know what she alpha says. Alpha manhood. This is about there. This is about men. I don't agree with that. Okay. What I agree with is part of what she's doing, which is well, her her reason is shaming the the alpha male. No. Shaming is, is yelling at them, spraying bleach punishing. on them, spraying punishing. bleach on it is taking. This is the thing. I remember, uh, and I had this argument with uh, a friend of mine who is a very strident me-tour, um, so to speak, and she made the comment once that she saw me on the street and I was taking a, a, a too much room oh, yeah. on the sidewalk. Yeah. And she took it upon herself <laughs> when to was fucking this? shoulder check. This is a couple years ago. but So she, you weren't the big fat ass that was taking no, the I mean, this is the not the, I'm okay. just standing. I'm just standing on the sidewalk. In the middle she, of the sidewalk? Or were who you gives off? a fuck? I'm well, on that's this, important. There's nobody else around no, me standing in front of where I want. You need to... You cannot stand in the middle of a sidewalk. Move to the left or the right. I'm aware pull over the shoulder. Bull, uh, but I'm aware... That's the thing. I'm standing... At the time, I smoked cigarettes, and I was standing on the sidewalk smoking cigarettes. Now, here's the thing. I can't stand up next to the building. Because you're not supposed feet, to... You're right? not supposed to... Have, and I'm not going to stand in the street because I'll get run over. So I'm in the middle of the sidewalk. Maybe you shouldn't have been smoking. This is the thing. The, the thing about it is, if I see that someone that I'm in the way of someone, I'm not so clueless yeah. as to not get out of their way. Okay. But I had my back turned. She decided, and she told me this. She decided I was taking up too much room on the sidewalk, and she shoulder checked me. I didn't give a shit about it. I thought it was funny, and I just I got out of the way. And I was oh, you know, I get shoulder checked by some mm-hmm. stranger, sure. and I turned around, and it was her, and I went oh, and I hugged her, and it was fine. Yeah. She thought that was so feminist of her to shoulder check me. And my reaction was, <laughs> does that mean that when I'm walking in Millennium Park and there's a woman with one of those giant motherfucking strollers with two babies in it, that I can't just like fucking jack her in the back of the head because she's in my way? All things being fair, absolutely. You know, and I don't think that's cool. I do not think we can be in a place societally where we can take it upon ourselves to physically assault people because we don't agree with their physical presence. And that's exactly what this woman's doing. She doesn't like the fact that they're not putting her out. She sees them manspreading, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck that means. And well, so we know she, what it means. I mean, it, you're, you're exposing your, your no, mind. No, the, the thing about it is I've been accused of, uh, no, actually I've never been accused of manspreading, to be honest with you. But the, 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 what I think is fascinating is the, the big complaint about manspreading. But there's a phenomenon at least on the Chicago L, mm-hmm. that, and I've done this several times, and not because I chose to, it just kind of happened that way, um, where I've gotten on the L, and it's packed. I mean, there are hundreds of people. I mean, it's just like jam-packed, yeah. and I will sit down on a seat. There'll be like two seats available, 
and I'll sit down and I'll look to my left or my right, depending. And the other seat will have an empty liquor bottle, mm-hmm. or an empty fruitopia bottle, or a fucking Cheeto bag, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I will sit there and I will watch to see if anybody's going to move that bottle and sit down. And, and they, they never will do. Never do. Never. So neither do we. Neither do we. I'm, I'm not going to touch that oh, shit. Oh, I'll always move that stuff. I don't know what's in if that there's a bag. fucking. I don't give a shit. If there's a seat, I'll move the thing. Do you just knock it off the thing? Yeah. Yeah, I guess I w- I've never done it, but I've... I've I done that several I w- times. I've never had to, I am but I guess fascinated I by the fact know. that nobody... That I've sat on a 20-minute ride with people like, like ass to ass, like mm-hmm. crotch to ass, face to... And just jammed. And I'm sitting next to a fucking empty... Stoli bottle mm-hmm. that no one feels comfortable moving. And so on that one end, then I have, you know, uh, Anna Russian chick running around just on behalf of herself, spraying people's balls because she doesn't like the way they're sitting rather than just simply saying, could you close your legs? You're taking up a bit more room than you need to. You know, it's great which about is what, that. Is which, that... Is, which is what normal people do well yeah so what's great about that is that you can't pronounce her last name but you called her Anna Russian chick which almost sounds like a Russian last name it does kind of sound like Anna Russian chick yeah so Russian chick here's here's my thing is that the the is man's or man's is man spreading an exposure of your machismo and all that shit she's saying probably not yeah I don't think they're malicious I don't think that what I think and the I problem balls. is, is that it's it's people that take up too much space on the train or bus. That's the issue I have, and those people should be shamed. And they fuck it, spray bleach Wait, on these motherfuckers. Really? Does that yeah. does that mean does that mean when I get on an airport and I get into a uh, and I get in, in in there and there's a giant, fat, obese woman sitting in the middle seat that I should spray her with no. fucking bleach? Nope. Because she's taking up too much no. fucking room. There's a difference. What's the difference? The difference is opportunity. This gigantic person on the on the plane mm-hmm. has no choice but to be that big and to take up that space. Bullshit. No, they they cannot. They cannot lose that weight right then and there. Well, that's them. true. They can't do that right then. It's like if you're so if you're on the blue line and you get a lot of people going to O'Hare, yeah, mm-hmm. or coming from O'Hare, uh, and the train I don't think is designed very well for no. luggage. So people will take up a lot of space because they've got their fucking bags. They're going to or from the airport. I forgive that because I've been there. See, the thing Shit, is, I, I don't. I've, I will put my big ass bag on my fucking lap. Why? Because I'm not an asshole. You will and I will. Yes, I've done the same thing. But I give, it's a little, I, I'm a little forgiving to, to other people because not everybody wants to put their, maybe their bag is heavier than the ones that you and I pack. Or it's too big for their lap, yeah, or they the thing have is, bad but if legs. They're doing or... that, and they've got their fucking bag, and it's so goddamn big, and they're sitting there, and some asshole decides to come in and spray their shit with bleach. I want that person bitch slapped. I, I mean, I I'm think... not going to do it, but somebody should knock the shit out of that. This person. is where nuance comes into what play. What a bunch of bullshit! This is where nuance. Comes oh, into it makes play. me mad. Just There's a difference about it. between the the person from. Sandusky, Ohio, who flew into O'Hare and has is, is got their bag and they haven't put it on their lap and they're taking up too much space. And, you know, and then there's the big person who takes up two seats on the L and then the fucking asshole who's just taking up two seats because he fucking can or she can because they've got their bag on one seat. This is the thing. The whole man spreading thing is it's... 
this is the thing. I have yet to meet someone. And maybe, you know, maybe there's a pathology along people that ride on public transportation where dudes think they have the right to just take up a whole lot of room. And I've seen that happen. I've seen it happen, sure. But the thing about but it I've is... it happen with women, too. Yeah. The thing, I, the, thing, the thing about it, when it comes to sitting with your legs spread, you know, if it's hot or if you happen to have giant balls... I'm not going to say I have giant balls, but I've got a good set. You've got Irish balls. I've got Irish balls. They're giant and, balls. And they're, they're big balls and a small frank. That's just how it works. And, you know, big wieners, big big uh, beans. Big beans, tiny small, frank. Yeah. yeah. And that's just the Irish. And, you know, but I don't manspread. I, I'm, actually ve- I'm actually very conscious of it yeah. just because it's, I don't want to be a dick. But if you're sitting on the train and you're tired and you have a long day, and you're hot, and you're sweaty, and you sit down, and you just spread your legs just a little bit, just to get comfortable. The only thing you're really guilty of is not being aware enough of the rest of the people on the train. And the day brain is slow. Yeah, I think sure. You're not that being happens. aware. Okay. For the same reason that a woman with two fucking children and a goddamn stroller the size of a Volkswagen is probably not aware that I'm behind her, and I would like. To move a little faster than she is allowing me to move. Does that mean that it is okay for me to be an asshole about it? No, because that's not how society works. If you want society to work, there has to be a certain amount of give and take. So what about this? What if if this oh, woman... the bleach thing just really pissed me off. I kind of like it. Oh, I, I hate it. I think it's a bunch of but shit. But I think that there needs to be some sort of uh, steps before you just start... You fucking bleach my fucking whatever well, thirty dollar pants. I'm fucking you up. Yeah, I mean, like, I I, I don't want if, if I walk onto a train and you're sitting there mansplaining or yeah. uh, manspreading, um, which is probably mansplaining too in some oh, way. You son of a bitch. Shit. Uh, and I've got my bleach because I'm ready to go. Because fuck all you. Well, that's what she's looking for people to fucking spray. What I don't think is Ugh. fair is if I just go up to you and go. You're manspreading, and I spray, you know, the super bleach all over your day-old shoes. I don't... That's not fair. But if I say to you, hey, man, do you mind making a little room for me or the other people yeah. on the train? And, 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 and you, you say, fuck you. Fuck you. Then you're getting bleach on your day-old well, shoes thing and is, your balls. You still don't have the right to spray bleach on my balls. It's an, it's an assault. It is a goddamn assault. Did you like the movie, uh, uh, the fuck was it? Um, Death Wish? Thank you. Yeah, right? I mean, you know, I mean, but the thing about it is, it doesn't mean it's justified. I like Batman, but if there was actually a guy running around Batman fucking fucking people up, I would say, that guy's a goddamn criminal. No, she's not. She's an asshole with a bleach bleach bottle. She's a fucking asshole with a bleach bottle. Maybe she's poor. She doesn't have the money that Batman has. Oh, she's got money to fucking buy 20-time bleach? Fuck you. She's got too much time in her hands and an attitude. Look, buddy, bleach is not that expensive. Yeah, what a load. Fucking batarangs are expensive. All right, Simeon cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. All right, my first thing is a watch. Uh, It's on HBO. Watch Kidding. Oh, yeah? Starring Jim Carrey, Frank Langella. Oh, yeah. You'll know Frank Langella from He-Man, Masters of the Universe. From everything, yeah. Yeah. Uh, He was Skeletor. Yes, he was. A long forgotten role that he played, but it's just weird to think like that he, he was also in that did weird the voice. He also did the voice of the primary uh, toy in small. What is it called? Small things, small toys. Oh God! Small soldiers. Yeah. 
That's what it was. That's right. That's Frank Langella, <laughs> yeah. 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 So Frank Langella, Jim Carrey, uh, Catherine Keener, and Judy Greer. Great. And it this is he, Jim Carrey is like a Mr. Rogers character. He's got a TV show for kids, and his life is completely falling apart, but he's keeping it together as he's crumbling. Okay. It's awesome. Okay. And it's a slow build, but it's gonna get really great. All right. I don't have HBO, but I will. Uh, you can probably stream it. it somewhere or something, but yeah. All three of minor watches. I'll just I'll, I'll just let you know. Okay. Uh, my first watch is Maniac on Netflix. It is Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Um, it's a what you, I think it's appropriate for you because it is essentially about uh, two people desperately looking for therapy. Yeah. From a doctor who has created uh, an avoidance of therapy because his mother is Sally Field and she is a, a world famous celebrity therapist and mm-hmm. he has created a synthetic way to avoid therapy with pills. Because fuck your parents. But create yeah and but, but uh, the only thing I can say is this is, a TV show or is it this a movie? is a this is a TV show this is a uh, it's ten episodes okay um, and it resembles nothing less than if David Lynch directed a spy serial set in the dystopian world just twenty years before Gilliam's Brazil. <laughs> this is fucked up. It is so weird. It is so interesting. Um, both Jonah Hill and Emma Stone are fucking phenomenal. Uh, Justin Thoreau plays one of the weirdest characters I've ever seen him play. Okay. It makes complete sense and it makes no sense all at the same time. Perfect. And it is a blast. Okay. Maniac on Netflix. My next thing is a listen. It's a podcast. Listen to Slow Burn. I think I may have talked mm, about yeah, this yeah, before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so the first, it's it's in its second season. The first season was about Watergate. Mm-hmm. The current season, which it's about to end, uh, is about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Okay. Get, it, 20 years later, to, I mean, like, this happened in 1998, yeah. right? It's fascinating to hear all the, the side story. Because what, what this does is it doesn't look at the, here's what everybody knows. It goes a little bit deeper to it tell goes, us what yeah. we don't know. Um, he talks to Linda Tripp. Nice. He talks to, I think he talks to Ken Starr. Oh, wow. I think. You know, Kavanaugh was, uh... Oh, yeah. yeah Kavanaugh okay. was one of the lead right. prosecutors yeah. on that, and yeah, the lead yeah. authors on the Star Report. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, you look at that, in today's society, okay. where we're at today, it's fascinating. All right. Yeah. My second is also a watch, um, and this was just one that I, I I was thinking about. It just kind of stuck in my brain. I only saw it, I only saw it once in the theater, and I went, you know, I need, I want to kind of want to revisit this. Interstellar. Yeah, I want to watch that one again. Yes, Matthew McConaughey, Jessica Chastain, Anne Hathaway. Jesus Christ, Chris, Christopher Nolan is just so fucking good. God damn, is this not one of the best? I'd forgotten how much I enjoyed it, and I watched it again, and I was just like, "There isn't a wasted fucking moment," no. and it's brilliant, and it's, it's not so one of the well movies done. you can like just sit back and turn off. No, like, this you is need to, it's it is so heady. well done, and it's one of the best things McConaughey's ever been in. You say McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey. I say McConaughey. Matthew okay, McConaughey. I'm, well, I don't know. Either way, great Either movie. We knew who yeah. we were talking about, and yeah. it's a great yeah. movie. And yeah. I highly recommend if you haven't seen it since it came out, it's worth your time. The movie is. All right, all right, all right. No, no, okay. no, 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 bad joke. Girl, sorry. We're, all right, what should we never... delete that? Uh, all right, no, yeah. So I my, won't. my my next one is a read. Uh, it's actually 
It's actually a stop reading. Stop reading Vox News. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not Fox. I mean, fucking yeah, don't yeah, read Fox. Vox. V-O-X. Last week, as we record this, when, um, what the fuck was his name? Um, Rod Rosenstein or Rosenstein or Rosen, Rosenstein. Rosenberg, sure. whatever. He's McConaughey, a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When he was like gonna retire or gonna step down or gonna you're gonna get fired, Vox was pushing all that shit out, and every other minute they were correcting themselves. Mm-hmm. Vox is in a place where the media, what the major media, ABC, NBC, CBS was in 2000, where it's like we just Bush wins, Gore wins. I don't know. We just have to get it out first, rather than doing the work and getting what's mm-hmm. right out. They're more concerned with pushing it and publishing it. Mm-hmm. Fuck fucking Vox. They don't have their shit together. They're all clickbait. Although Ezra crap. Klein is a, is, a, is a very intelligent man, I find his perspectives to be just a bit too Bertrand Sigley. And, and yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm just with they, you. It's, they don't care about the news. They care about you reading their news. Yes. And that's not, that's a the problem it's activist where we're news. at today. It's yes, activist, activist news. news. Which so, is no different than Fox, just on the other side of things. Right. And my number three is, yes, I understand Kevin Spacey is a sexual predator. <laughs> I understand that it's that, that that you've you've listened and you've decided that you're not going to watch another Woody Allen film in spite of the despite the many brilliant films he's written. The Negotiator. Yeah. 1998. That's a I good just, movie. I was just uh, going through Netflix the other day and I went, and I want to watch a movie that's a little older. I'm also starting to write about some older movies and problematic because I went, hey. I love this movie. Samuel L. Jackson and Kevin Spacey. Fucking Spacey. Okay, fine. He's a sexual predator younger man, but he has got none of that arrest is how fucking good he is in this fucking movie. The dude's a good actor. He's so goddamn good in The Negotiator. That whole movie, because you got Sam Jackson at the height of his fucking coolness. Playing Sam Jackson. Playing Sam Jackson. Controlled controlled Sam Sam Jackson. Jackson. Well, kind of. And then fucking Kevin Spacey is just yeah. spectacular in this. The Negotiator, if you haven't seen this movie or if you haven't seen it in a long time, fucking watch it and remember why it is such a... Because the thing is, he's so good, you don't go, oh, there's the guy that kind of uh, right. molested on like 14-year-old gay men. You just go, God damn, he's Chris Sabian. Uh-huh. And he kicks ass. Yeah. It's so good. It's absolutely so good. Those are our six things for this week. And that's the podcast. Thanks for listening. Make sure to tell your friends about it. Give us a review on online. Uh, the more stars, the better. Yeah, well, but, but we'll take be one. Honest. Be we'll honest. take one star. We don't yeah. give a shit. Any review is better than no review. And that's it. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com. 